face. Come on. Hallelujah. Some of you have never shouted to the Lord. 
In my spirit, that's what I feel like. Some of you have never shouted. Some of you have never said, glory! They walked around the walls. Come on. Some of you have never said, hallelujah! You were created. You were made. You were made to shout. You were made to shout to the Lord. I'm about to shout my voice out. We're going to all shout together. We're going to lift up a praise to the Lord, not because I'm telling you to do it, but because He's worthy of it. We're going to lift up our voice together in unity. We're going to do it as a church. We're not going to do it as individuals. We're going to lift up a shout of praise to the Lord together. Together. Are you ready? We're going to praise. We're going to shout together. Are you ready? One, two, three. Glory! Jesus. Yeah. 
in the name, in the name, in the name, in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. One right here, too. You're back. The heart palpitation? Yeah. You had a heart operation, right? In the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Right now, in the name of Jesus. Father, we call forth the new heart that he needs. Not just to fix the old one, but a new one, Father. A new one that will let him run, that will let him shout, that will let him praise your name forever. We ask you and believe it right now in the name of Jesus. We go to heaven and we say all these things. You've given us all things that pertain to life and godliness. And so we call forth that new heart in the name of Jesus right now. In the name of Jesus. God help me in my heart. They pray for me, and I got your heart in my body now. I know I got your heart. I ain't had no more trouble in my heart. And I'm putting it on you now that you have the same thing that I got. Yeah. Tell them how bad you got. I had a massive heart attack, and they, they thought they were going to lose me. And then they all, they went to praying for me, and everybody praying for me, and then that's when I, when I got the operation. I came out operating, they thought I was, I never had now. They look at him and say, man, you ain't never had operation before. And that's what I'm praying for you now. Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 You know, it's easier to go on and get your healing when somebody else just got healed. Anybody else? Is there anybody that's got something going on internally? I know that's a broad thing, but I'm talking about something in here. It could be a woman. You got something going on internally? Come on. <clears throat> Hallelujah. Come on, uh, Casey and all the... Hallelujah. Father. Mm. <clears throat> In the name of Jesus, whatever this thing, <clears throat> whatever this thing is, out of your belly <clears throat> shall flow rivers of living water. And as that living water comes out of your belly, from your belly, it will cleanse and sanctify and heal every malfunction that is trying to fail right now in the name of Jesus. And I heard the Lord, I heard the Spirit of the Lord say that if you will pray in tongues, He says, stir yourself up. 
build, it says when we pray in tongues, we build ourselves up. And that word build means to restore, means to heal. It's like rebuilding, restoring. He said, as you pray in tongues. See, we forget that sometimes. We forget that sometimes we think that just praying in tongues is a spiritual thing. And it is, but it affects the natural. And it affects the physical. And as you pray in tongues, that thing will heal itself. Because of the life of God on the inside of you. That's for somebody else too. You've been trying to figure out how to get this thing done. And I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying, if you will pray in tongues. I gave you that prayer language. You got it, but you just won't pray in tongues. Pray in tongues. Glory to God. Come on, everybody. Everybody that's prayed, that prays in tongues right now in the name of Jesus.
Thank you, oh heaven. Yes. I have given you everything yes. that you need. Do not be distracted no more this day. This day, do not be distracted no more. I have given you, I have given you the keys. Yes. I have given you the keys. That is not just a saying. I have given you the keys. I have given you the keys. You have authority. You just walk in, walk Go into that place. Remember, remember, remember. I have given you the keys. I have given you the keys. Yes. I have given you the keys. And no, 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 no. That this day, this day, you are healed. This day, you are whole. This day, you are whole. This day, you and Casey are whole. This day, you and Casey are more than one. This day, you and Casey can conquer anything that you set your mind to. This day, this day, remember, it is not about that I put you up two together. It is not about how you are growing. You are growing by leaps and bounds. Just know that. Speak it. Speak it. Anything that you see, speak it and cast it down. You have the authority. Yes. You have the authority. Satan has tried to sift you as sweet, but I, I have prayed that you come forth abundantly and more yes. and walk in that authority. That authority. That authority that I have given to you. And think it not strange that Langston and Carol ran around these walls because I had them to do it so they can break down stronghold, so that they can break down tradition, so they can break down what is going on in this church. It is time, it is time, it is time that everybody become one and know that I am not God. And do not keep your eyes on me. Put your eyes on me. Keep your eyes, your eyes on me. This day, I decree it and I declare that I am God. I am sitting on the throne. Not Trump, not Hillary. I am on the throne. Keep your eyes on me and don't worry about the division in the media. Keep your eyes on me, not on me. This I decree and declare in Jesus' name. Yes. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Ah, the baby. The baby's tummy's been bothering. Oh, thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Father. Lacking nothing, precious, complete, and whole is what I've called you today to be. Father, we just establish and cancel any assignments, any sicknesses, any frustrations, anything that would touch this child right now are the destiny of this child which means mother and father will provide a household that will raise this seed that we offer 
to you, Father God. We ask for wisdom. We ask for provision. We ask for the unity and the family of God that will surround us at all times and lead and keep this child on the correct road to your path. Her steps are ordered. But now even as she rests, we declare that she will rest in comfort. That the things even in the stomach and the GI system will line up with the kingdom of heaven. Now, we stand in faith. We exercise faith. And where two or more gathered in his name, it is gone. And we give God all the praise and all the glory in his name. What man I'm as we're saying to you this morning, I know that that's what was going on with her, but I just felt like as we were praying for you, I just heard the Lord say that as a new mommy, when you go to the doctors and you hear these reports and you hear them say things, not that you're to cast it all completely out, but if you will seek him for the wisdom and the knowledge to know what to do for Avery Grace, that everything that she is in need of, you have for her. Not that his love and his comfort and his support and his hedge of protection over y'all doesn't count. But I mean in the physical realm, her health-wise, what you provide for her is everything that she needs. So whenever you're feeling overwhelmed or they start to speak things over you or say things over you, just allow those things to go in. And if the Holy Spirit wants you to have the wisdom and the knowledge of that thing that they're saying then the Holy Spirit will teach you and show you how to apply that thing to her. But if it's not for you and her, and it's not what the Lord has for you to do, because he knows your body is created for her body for this season, then you just take it and just throw it out. Cast out. It's fine. Just because a doctor or a nurse says that doesn't mean that is what it is. But what the Holy Spirit will download and inform you and show you and teach you and enlighten you and what to do and how to do we know that that is the truth, and we know that is what we stand on. And like Inez was saying, we are just in the know, girl. When you get home, we are in the know. You are going to just, everything that you have is going to fully be provided for her, okay? I just want to say that, um, first of all, you know, we definitely believe, and she's already been healed, and there's no doubt. But last night, we was her stomach's been bothering her. And it's been tearing me up at night because I hate to see her or be in any kind of pain at all. I mean, just to hear her thinking she is. And last night, she was, uh, we got to reading, and I said, is there any kind of other form that we got? And she got, had some Similac stuff that was, um, uh, it was non-lactose. I mean, it was or for, for sensitive stomachs. And I said, you know what, Faith, that's probably, that could be it. Let's just try it. And we've tried it, and praise God that I give him the glory because, you know, she come up with it, he gave it to her, and we didn't even think about it, and she's been okay so far, and then everything, I mean, but like I say, I still wanted some hands to be put on her, you know, and, and pray for her, so, because uh, that's my angel, but anyway, I just, I mean, I wanted to, you know, I say that, but I just give God the glory for that, and even praise him. We haven't yes. had no negative things from the doctor, it's been nothing but good reports, 
at all. It's just at night, her tongue has been bothering her, and it's, I don't like to have her in any kind of pain. So, <laughs> anyway. Amen. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Jessica needs prayer. You've been having stomach problems too. Okay. Come on, don't disconnect. I know it's easy to do that. Don't disconnect. Come on, stretch your hands forward toward Jessica. Hallelujah. Lord of God, we just thank you and we praise you for this. I thank you and I praise you for her, Lord, and she is your princess. Father God, I speak healing right now to her stomach, her internal organs right now, her intestines. I speak life, life to them right now in the name of Jesus. The name that is above all names. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. As Pastor said, pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues. And let that river just flow, flow from your loins in the name of Jesus. We thank you and we praise you, Father. Jessica, when I touched your back, I heard the word stress. Stress and fear. But he's not giving you a spirit of fear. See, that's the spirit. It's a lying spirit. And Father, I just thank you right now that she's able to give this to you and receive your peace in the middle of all of this. Yes. And know that you're her provider, you're her healer, you're everything that she has need of, and she does not have to stress about anything. You said bring it to you and leave it there, and you can take care of it. Jessica, he's not made your shoulders to carry all this stuff. He's, that's why he said, bring it to me. Bring it to me. He said, I have a good plan for you, Jessica. And the enemy cannot steal that. He'll try. But you've got to believe what I've already told you. And where I'm going to take you and what I'm going to do. You have to believe that. You don't have to work it out. I'm the one that will work it out. If you try to work it out, that's where the stress comes in. That's where the fear comes in. That's where you lose your peace. Stay in me. Dwell in me because that's where your peace lies. That's where um, all the answers to everything that you have questions for is in me, he says. 
And Father, I thank you. I come against that stress. Fear you have no place. Get out in the name of Jesus. Yes. And peace, love, joy, fill those places in Jessica. Make her strong in you. Let her know. Let her, let her have ears to hear and eyes to see more into the spirit realm as you take her deeper into you. And Father, I thank you. I thank you that you have good plans for Jessica. Jessica, as uh, Miss Carol was speaking, I just, I felt like the Holy Spirit just kept repeating to me over you that you're loved, that you're accepted, that you're treasured, that you're special. And sometimes when we're doubtful of who we are, where we're at, we spend so much effort and energy trying to get someplace we can never get because we're already there, or, or we spend so much thought and time trying to become someone who we already are, and we can't. You can spend your whole life trying to do that. So I just, I just want to proclaim that over you, and you just receive that, that that's who you are, yes. that you're loved, that you're accepted, that you're treasured, that you're special. And, and I really believe that some of that actually is, is, can cause that stress, anxiety, when, when our relationship really with the Father isn't really where we think it's supposed to be, but that he just wants to declare over you that, look, you're special, you're loved, you're treasured, that there's none like you. As some say, when, 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 when he made you, he threw out the mold. And it, as cliche as that may sound, it's true for all of us. And you're loved, not just by him, but by us. So that there's family, there's community here. Yes. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> and you know that before you put your feet down on the floor in the mornings, that he just explores mm. to spend some time. And that nothing that you can do, nothing can separate you from his love. There's no checklist that you have to check off that you have to do or do over. He loves you for you. He created you. Amen. Can I say one more thing? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you cannot disappoint God. He has no illusions. He... <laughs> He doesn't. He loves you. That, that's, that's the bottom line. From the top of your beautiful head to your beautiful toes, he loves you, Jessica. And that's what he's trying to tell you this morning. That's what he wants you to believe. See, this is the battleground up here. This is where the enemy comes and he says, all this garbage, he's a liar. So he can't tell the truth. So that's why it's so important that you know what God says about you and how he feels about you. So you can say, no, that's, no, devil, you're a liar. That's not what my father says about me, and he loves me. I know who I am in him. And when we know that, then we just can say, get out of here. Get, you're a liar. No, that's not who I am. That's not, that's not me. I belong to Jesus. Amen? Amen. Mm -hmm. 
Amen. 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 I don't want. <clears throat> let me say a couple of things, and then we'll let Cornell come try to transition, land the plane. You know, when we were talking about faith, he was talking about faith, and the word faith kept coming up. And there's something that was stirring on me for this morning, and it was that faith will work in your heart with doubt in your head. And so much of the time, if we don't know that, then when we're standing up here or or we're believing with somebody, or we're believing for something, and a doubt comes into our mind, the enemy knows the word, and he'll come to us, and he'll say, well, you know, you just doubted, so you like the waves tossed to and fro. You better not even think you're going to receive anything from the Lord. And that's not true. You cannot control what comes in from the outside world into your brain. You cannot control as much as we like as much as we do walk in a level of authority, as much as we do carry the Word of God with us, as much as we do have the ability to speak and call things that be not as though they were, we still don't have the ability to prevent anything and everything from coming at us. That's why he said, in this life, Jesus, the Master, the head of the church, said, in this life you will suffer persecution, but fear not, for I have overcome the world. You and I cannot stop that. But what we can stop is what we do when it shows up on our doorstep. He said in Romans chapter 4, he said the same God that calls those things that be not as though they were. He calls those things that be not as though they were. And I'm going to tell you something. I got convicted this week. Convicted this week. Let me show you why. He calls those things for the promise that he would be the heir of the world was not just to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. Therefore, it is of faith that it might be according to grace so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only those who are of the law, but to also those who are of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Stop saying, I'm not sick anymore. Because that ain't faith. Because every time you walk around, and, every, and I've done it, and every time I walk around and I say, I'm not sick no more, I'm not sick no more, I'm not sick, I thank God I'm not sick no more, I thank God I'm not sick, what am I keep hearing? But instead, we walk around and you say, you know what, I thank you Lord that I'm healed. They laid hands on me, and they prayed for me, and I believe that I receive that I'm healed. I'm the healed of the Lord. I am healed. I believe I receive my healing, my healing, my healing, my healing. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. By His stripes, I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm healed. And if you got a problem with this, and you keep looking at this, and you keep saying there is no lack, there is no lack, there is no lack, there is no lack, guess what you keep saying? 
And this morning when we were praying, this morning when we were worshiping, it was like the enemy comes in so subtly and he says, well, yeah, you got to believe in faith, but you know you ain't in faith because I see that doubt in your head. Yeah, because you put it there. That's why Paul said in 1 Corinthians, he said, taking every thought captive, we, if there's one thing that I have seen in the body of Christ that we lack, and that is having bouncers at the door to make sure we keep every thought in obedience to the Lord, and we don't do that. We just let thoughts come in here in our brain, and we meditate on them and meditate on them, and we pet them and feed them, and then they become a reality in our life, and they affect us in here. You ever wonder why he says fight the good fight of faith, but then he says in Hebrews to enter that rest? It's like, which one are we supposed to be doing? Are we supposed to be fighting or are we supposed to be resting? And Hebrews said, fight that we may enter into his rest. There is a rest that he is calling us to where we rest in his completed work at the cross. And that's what we prayed for this morning. You and I don't have to try. To get healed. We are. It belongs to us. We don't have to try to get blessed. How are you going to try to get blessed when you and I are already blessed? I'm going to spend the rest of the day today trying to be a husband. I'm going to ask y'all to help keep me accountable. I'm going to do all my can. I'm going to try my best. And I'm going to pray and I'm going to ask the Lord, Lord, I thank you and I'm asking you to make me a husband. I'm already a husband. Lord, I thank you that you're going you're gonna, to you're gonna bless me. You're going you're gonna to bless me today. No. See, I have the Holy Spirit arrest me. I've given the permission for the Holy Spirit to arrest me when I say stuff. That's contrary to the word. And I've asked him, help me. I don't want to say stuff no more that is not true. And he said, stop asking me to bless you. I've already blessed you. Is it him that has given us all things? He's given us all things. That means there is nothing in our life that we lack except that which we do not know that we lack. And we don't like it because we have it. And if we know we have it, then why do we keep walking around going, Lord, help me, bless me, heal me? No, I am healed. It just sometimes takes a little while for your body and my body to adjust to the reality of the manifestation of that truth. Faith never says, why is it not working? Faith doesn't say that. Faith never says, Lord, why is it not working? Faith says this, Lord, I believe. And what I don't know that I should be doing or if I'm not doing something, I believe that you'll show me what I'm not doing so that, but it don't matter. I still believe. I still believe. Come on. I still believe. He said, doubt. Do not doubt. That means that we have tremendous capacity to do both, doubt and faith. And doubt comes in and we exercise doubt when we begin to massage and look at that thing and pet it. No, stop. We need to stop doing that. Faith looks at the circumstance and says, I don't care what it looks like. For we are to walk by faith, not by sight. Not by sight. 
not by sight. That means there's going to be many tremendous opportunities to walk by sight. Come on. We look around here and we don't look by sight. The faith man, the faith woman never looks at sight. They always look at faith and say, I don't care what it looks like. I don't care. And I don't care. I choose to believe. I choose to govern what I think, what I say, and what I do according to what I believe. Faith is the one, the faith man is the one that lays on the ground in pain and looks up and says, I thank you that I'm healed. That's the faith man. The faith man or faith woman is the one that looks at the account and you have absolutely no idea how we're going to pay for this. Listen to me. Absolutely no idea. And yet the faith man says what? Say it again, Miss Carol. What does the faith man say? I thank you, Lord, that it's already paid. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. See, it ain't about us. The faith that we exercise is not in our ability to exercise faith. It's in our ability to exercise the faith that Romans says we already have. He's given unto every man the measure. Not a measure, the measure. That means the same measure that's in her is the same measure that's in me, that's in the same measure that's in you. And that's what we exercise. We exercise that measure that he's given us, which is the same. He's a just God. He's given it to us all. Some have exercised it more than others. But it doesn't mean that it's not there. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. The faith message is when you are hard-pressed. You are pressed on every side. And the faith person stands up and said, But I ain't discouraged. I'm not discouraged. If I walk in... And at the end of service, or, or you come, or let's say you come to my house, or whatever, and within five minutes you come up to me and go, Pastor, what's wrong? I ain't in faith. Because faith doesn't yield to circumstances. Faith doesn't yield to feelings. Faith never yields. Faith never gives up. Faith has never lost the victory. Faith never gives up. Never. That's why we look like fools sometimes. Because we stand in the middle of the storm and go, shh, be quiet. And everybody's looking around at us going, what? Just watch. In the name of Jesus, be still. The people that God is calling us to reach are not going to be reached by entertaining them. They're not going to be reached by negotiating with them. They're not going to be reached by mentally trying to process information to them. They're going to be reached by what the Apostle Paul said. I came to you not with excellent speech, but in demonstration and a power. 
And they look at your life and they say, how in the world can you keep a good attitude with the two candidates that we got for president? And you say, because my trust is not in man, it's in God. Faith believes. I mean, we're called believers. Then we should believe. We should believe to such a degree that when we set foot in this church, when we set foot in each other's homes, when we come together, we should be so doggone excited we got to calm each other down. Man! Why? Because that's the spirit of faith. No, we get excited. Well, you just excited. Yes, I'm excited because I am exercising my faith in Him. Say, well, I'll believe it when I see it. No, you won't. Anybody can believe. That's not believing. That's seeing. That was good right there. I had never said that before. Well, I believe. No, you didn't. You saw. It don't take faith to see and believe. It's there. It's, you see it. Jesus said, blessed are those who believe and have not seen. We see by the eye of faith. We exercise our faith and we say, I will no longer let this world, religion, or feelings, or emotions, or circumstances dictate to me how I live my life. That's why you and I ought to be able to go to sleep in the middle of a storm just like Jesus. That's faith. We strive to enter that rest. We strive at our house. We strive to enter that rest. We find something and it's got us all, you know, there's faith and then there's frustration. You frustrated, you better stop and figure out what's going on and get back in faith. People that say, I just can't believe that. Mm, that's not entirely true. Because you can. Because faith, listen to me, faith is a choice. Faith is a choice. You and I believe. We make a choice and a decision to believe because of what God has said, not because of what we see. And then when the manifestation of what we've been believing comes to pass, it doesn't shock us. Because we were exercising our faith all along. Let me leave you with this and then I'll let Cornell come up here and dismiss us. This week is about thanksgiving. Do you want me to tell you how to turn your faith notch up to such a degree where you can have the best week of your life this week? You want me to tell you how to do it? Give thanks. Jesus said, Father, I thank you that you love me. And I thank you that you love them. Father, I pray that you show them that you love them just as much as you love me. 1 Thessalonians tells us, In all things, give thanks. For this is the will. Well, what's the will of the Lord, brother? I don't know. What's the, are we praying for the will of the Lord? Thank you. Thank you. You should say thank you to each other. Thank you. 
See how good that feels? Turn to your neighbor and say, thank you. Wow, I just ain't got nothing to be thankful about. Well, you know, be thankful that they said thank you to you. We have such a, we have such a mentality of always wanting to get, 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 get. And instead, the kingdom of God is about giving, 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 giving. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Well, I ain't got nothing to be thankful about. You're still breathing, aren't you? It, listen to me. It could be a whole lot worse. You could be lost your home and be in Haiti where all the floodwaters are with that orphanage and they, they're the only building left standing and they believe in God. It could be a whole lot worse. And yet we are spoiled sometimes. I'm thankful. Let the head of the church, Jesus Christ himself, come walk through the door and experience a service with us and live a life with us and then walk out of there. And I want him to say, boy, I tell you what, those are some thankful youngins. Thank you, Lord, for this big, huge church with lots of chairs and plenty of room to grow. Thank you, Lord, for this praise and worship team and their talent. And we got plenty of room. Thank you, Lord, for all this room. Thank you, Lord, for our elders who don't get any form of compensation, but they pray and deliberate over us and cover us with prayer. Thank you, Lord, for our elders. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for my pastor's wife. The Lord knows I'm thankful for. Thank you, Lord, for the people. I couldn't say that one. Thank you, Lord, for the Holy Spirit that leads us and guides us. Come on, think about the things in your life that you're thankful for. Well, you know, I got a big payment. Thank you, Lord, that I have the ability to make the payment. Well, what if I don't have the money to make the payment? Lord, I thank you for your provision to give me the ability to make that payment. Come on. Any of us are only five minutes away from being an emotional basket case. Yeah, all of us. Five minutes away. If we just let our minds get away from the things of God, if we just let our minds dwell on whatever it is the, Lord, the enemy wants us, we'll all be five minutes away from having a straitjacket and be committed to the next psychiatric facility. No, as for me, I'm not going to be in no straitjacket. As for me, I'm going to serve the Lord. Lord, thank you. And when you get around people that are just grumbling and complaining, thank you. Thank you. Come on, stand with me one more time. Stand with me. Put your hands up in the air and just thank the Lord for the things in your life. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for provision. Thank you for beautiful weather. Thank you for the things that you've given us in our life, Lord. Thank you for the ability to breathe. Thank you for the ability to walk. Thank you for living in this country. Thank you that we have a right to vote. Thank you, Lord, for all the things that you've given us in our life. Lord, forgive us. Forgive us for meditating on what we don't have rather than giving thanks for what we do have. 
Thank you, Lord. The Lord, it's what I hear the Spirit of the Lord saying. He said it to me before, but I'm saying it again. He says, I can do miracles for someone who is thankful. Because thankfulness is the spirit of faith. It's what drives faith. It's because you're thankful. You have a heart that is open and receptive to receive everything that God has for you. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you for your goodness. You know, maybe the reason why you're not seeing some things in your life is because you're not thankful for the things that you want to see in your life. I mean, the spirit of faith, if you believe in God for a child, says, Lord, thank you for my child. And the world goes, I don't see no child. And you go, yes, it's right here. Faith is the substance. Faith, actually, the literal translation, faith gives substance to those things. Lord, I thank you for my new job. New, what new job? You're still working at Walmart. Thank you, Lord, for my new job. Thank you, Lord, for my new house. Boy, we thanked God for our new house long before we had. We still ain't got it done yet, but if thank you, Lord, for my house. Every nail, every paintbrush stroke, Thank you, Lord, for my, I'm tired. I can't even, I remember the last time I went to bed before, whatever time. Thank you, Lord, for my, thank you, Lord. Thank you for my children. Thank you for my wife. Thank you for my husband. Thank you for, thank the Lord for your husband. <laughs> you don't even have a husband yet. Thank the Lord for your husband. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your wife. Thank the Lord for your wife. Thank the Lord for your youth pastor. Thank the Lord for your children's minister. Thank you, Lord, for the children's minister who's also the church uh, administrator. Who Thank you, Lord, for the sound guys who run all this sound. Thank you for the deacons, for Kevin and Mr. Don. And their wives. Anyway, come on up, Mr. Don. It's all you, faith man. Amen. <laughs> it's been a great morning, it hasn't it? It's been a great morning. Pastor Lawrence earlier... Uh, shared this verse with uh, some of the team. It's from Hebrews 10, it's 23 and 25. It says, let us hold tightly without wavering to the hope we affirm. For God can be trusted to keep his promises. Another version says, for he who promised is faithful. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to acts of love and good works. And let us not neglect our meeting together, as some people do. But encourage one another, especially now that the day of his return is drawing near. And I really felt that we did a lot of encouraging this morning, a lot of building up. Uh, as the Bible says, a lot of bearing each other's burdens and so doing fulfill the law of Jesus. So it was just, to me, it just really ministered to me this morning. Uh, just, I don't know, just ministering to each other, really. Just loving on each other. Um, well, another act of worship is just 
just giving. So, Father, we thank you. If you would just hold up your offering to the, to the, to the Lord. Father, we thank you for who you are, God. <laughs> that as we get to see you more clearly, we get, we get to be all the more grateful for what we get to see. Because your goodness, <laughs> your goodness is beyond comprehension. It's beyond our comprehension. We go deeper, yet you're deeper still. So, Father, in the natural, we just choose to believe you. That we're not just asking for the provision. We, we thank you that the provision has already been given. So we just thank you in advance that we have all that we need because you've declared it. You've declared it. We already have it. It's already yours. So we just give back, Father, as an, as an act of worship, <laughs> by faith, and that's good, we give back to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Come forward, please. Well, I guess while we're doing this, I will I'll start the announcements. This Obviously, this week is Thanksgiving week, so we will not be meeting on Wednesdays. Um, I mean, we will not be meeting this Wednesday. Thank you, Brother Don. We won't be meeting this Wednesday for connect groups or youth or children. I mean, there's nothing meeting here at the church this Wednesday. So we just really encourage you all just to, to be thankful, <laughs> to enjoy Thanksgiving. Um, we're still collecting clothes for the orphanage down in Haiti. And I believe the deadline is sometime in December. I'm not sure the exact date. So basically we've got a couple more weeks to be able to drop clothes off up here at the church. And last but not least, oh, um, where do you fit, which was the last part of what's next, is being postponed. So. We don't have an exact date on when we're going to finish it, but we'll definitely let everyone know who signed up. And we're, we're kind of transitioning a little bit, so I don't want to get into any detail, but we'll let you know what that looks like, all right? And that's all I have. So do you want me to pray us out, Pastor Lawrence? All right, well. Father, <laughs> we're just thankful. And, and even if maybe we're not, we just choose to be right now, that we're, we're thankful, God. I pray that, that, that you, Holy Spirit, who lives within us, you would show us all of those things that we have to be thankful for. That, 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 that where there's unthankfulness, that, that, that you right now, that you would just show us in our heart uh, but I did this. I did this. I provided this. You have this. You have this. You have this. So we just say thank you. As a congregation, let us just say thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Well, we just love you, God. We love you in Jesus' name. Amen.